Hi, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a Sagittarius. Hi, I'm Kimmy, and I'm a Gemini. And together, we are Sister Signs. So today's episode is going to be a Libra season update. We're going to be talking about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, their new relationship development. And the reason why this is so special is because Travis himself is a Libra. So there's so much conversation going on about the relationship, a lot of speculation about is it PR? Is it for real? We all saw Taylor at the last Kansas City Chiefs game sitting in the box with Travis's mom. I didn't watch the Chiefs game. I'm gonna be honest. I just saw like clips of it that ESPN posted and mm -hmm. like all the cute little like video compilations people did. Mm -hmm. But they were spotted around Kansas City together. There were fan sightings of Travis Kelsey and one of the girls that saw him at a restaurant approached him, did not ask a question about Taylor, but she was wearing an Eras Tour hoodie. And she said that like Travis looked at her and smiled a little bit when he saw the hoodie. But she didn't ask anything about Taylor, but she took that as like a sign that, oh, Travis is in. And this was before like they officially announced that they were together mm -hmm. before we saw them in his cute little convertible riding off into in the, the getaway night. car in the getaway car yeah reputation coded yeah there's so many references like people were talking about the 15 song where she talks about and your life will do things greater than dating the boy on the football team yeah yeah and mary's song oh, oh. my i'll be 87 you'll be 89 87 yep. is travis kelsey's football jersey number they're both they're born both in born 1989. 1989 yep it's so i listen to mary's song like three Probably 10 times. And then movie. a lot of people were talking about Travis, his outfit that he wore. They didn't mm -hmm. understand what it was, but it was called a 1989 bedroom print. But did they rename it to 1989 after the fact, though? Because I saw this article and it talked about how the brand renamed it, but was it didn't it specify. I'm not sure because it didn't specify when the brand renamed it. They oh. said that initially it was the bedroom painting. But even if they renamed it after the fact, I still think that it is very important, the color scheme, because it completely matches 1989. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. And then, so let's also talk about Travis's style. So he's one of the most stylish football players that we have in the NFL, which is funny because a lot of them just will show up in sweats or like a boring suit. But no, my boy is out here in Gucci and Prada, designer prints mm -hmm. that go crazy. So Libra-coded. Yeah, definitely. To touch on whether or not it's PR, because we've talked about mm -hmm. our personal opinions, what we think. And I'm still not sure what I believe, but if it is PR, I think that this is going to be honestly one of the most convincing PR couples that we've seen in a long time, just because of both of their Mercury placements. So Travis, his Mercury is Virgo mm -hmm. and Taylor's is in Capricorn. So both of their Mercury placements are super meticulous with details. And so that's why I think that the 1989 outfit Paired with all of Taylor's little, I don't know, it's just their attention to detail, the getaway car, like mm -hmm. all of that is really going to, I don't know, it's going to convince people if it is PR. Yeah, definitely. And they're doing like the investment into the relationship. This is Kardashian level investment that they're doing. So like they bought out an entire restaurant at Kansas City. So Travis bought it yeah, out. Travis yeah, Travis bought it out. And I think Taylor's making a big statement by going to kansas city his stomping grounds and spending time with him mm -hmm. which libra they love home and luxury so i think it's cute because sagittarius they love to be out and about and mm -hmm. travel around 
And I do think it's cute that he invited her because I don't know if you saw the quote. Taylor Swift fans know that if an article says a source close to Taylor, they're referring to Tree, Taylor's PR or Taylor's publicist. So I thought it was interesting that the quote from the source said that Taylor's really focused on work and hanging out with her girlfriends. But she thought it was a really cute thing that Travis invited her and she thought it was a good way to spend a Sunday. And I think that also ties in to her Aquarius Venus because they are like very focused on their emotional freedom, but also like their friendships and they want someone who's not going to be threatened by their friendships. So I think it's, I don't know, there's just like a lot of layers to how Taylor's perceived in the public that I can see how it's going to benefit both of them. I have a lot of thoughts in my mind right now, so I'm not sure if I'm entirely making sense. And I'm also like skipping around on my, in my notes because I was like, scribbling to write everything down i've been talking about it with a couple of my coworkers and friends and i wish we had both of their birth times that would give us so much more insight but i was expecting well, not expecting but i was hoping that travis's would be out there because i feel like at this point taylor's not going to give hers up just because yeah, why would she ask we should ask mama kelsey we could we could i don't know if we could someone could we need to get a press pass <laughs> That's how they got Elon Musk's birth time, by the way. Someone asked his mom. Oh, I didn't know that's how they yeah, got it. I and thought she it was gave, just... like, this whole birth story. He had a ginormous head. Unbelievable. When he was born, yes. Big-headed baby. I'm sure like Libras have big heads. Libra men have big heads. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, so I wanted to talk about their placements. Travis and Taylor's compatible placements. So we know that Travis is a Libra son, Sagittarius moon. His Venus is in Scorpio, which is conjunct Taylor's Mars in Scorpio. So what does this mean? It means there's a lot of physical attraction between both of them. And I don't know if you guys remember our Taylor Swift episode that we did, but since we don't have Taylor's birth time, we either believe she has a Scorpio rising or a Capricorn rising. If we were to believe that Taylor's Scorpio, that her rising sign is in Scorpio, then there would also be a conjunction there adding to the attraction that Travis has toward her. Also, it's Taylor Swift. Mega boss babe, power play. Did you see the photo of him wearing a friendship bracelet with vigilante shit yes, on it? Yes, yes. And I vigilante did. shit, that's her like ris- quote-unquote mm-hmm. risque performance for Taylor where she's like doing the chair dance thing. Yes. And people are like, oh my God. Like talking about how that was probably the moment that Travis was like, okay, I definitely have to have her. And to talk or to add on to that with his libra mars libra mars their goal in a relationship is they want to win the love of the person that they're interested in so for travis starting off with the friendship bracelet with his phone number mm-hmm. that he tried to give her at her concert in kansas Taylor's city games yes he knows how to get in taylor's good graces yes which is the riddles and the secrets right. and the clues right But I also think it's cute because I don't know if you saw this interview, but it was an old interview of Taylor where the interviewee or the interviewer asked her, what is the craziest thing that someone's done to get your attention? And Taylor said, no one's really done much to get my attention. I feel like people just don't even try with me. And then flash forward to now, like Travis was so public about his interest in Taylor that, again, even if it is PR, it is so cute to just see someone making an effort and then to see how happy she is or how happy she seems she just seems like carefree and light right now like she's just Mm -hmm. having a good time and I feel like their relationship is also just going to be 
fun-filled, free, and delightful all around. That's their sun sign compatibility, the Libra yes. and Sagittarius together. But that whole fun, carefree thing, they also both have Jupiter in Cancer. Mm -hmm. And then his Jupiter is conjunct Taylor's Cancer moon. So that's another good placement. So they... If this is a legitimate relationship, or even if it's PR, they're both going to work really well together to make it a good partnership between mm -hmm. the both of them, because I could see it going both ways. But because they have Jupiter and Cancer, and then both of them have Jupiter and Cancer, and then also Taylor's Cancer Moon, they're also going to have a really strong emotional connection between the both of them. So some user on Reddit, Reddit astrologer, if you will, said that this type of sinistry is love on steroids because it's all in cancer. Mm. And again, I wish we had their birth time so we could see the houses that this is highlighted in. Oh, I wish. But they are the same age. They were both born in 1989. And so all of their outer planets have the same placements from Saturn to Pluto. They have uh, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, all in Capricorn. They're all about that money making big business moves and then also taylor has her mercury in capricorn so again this goes back to her being very business oriented making sure that her contracts are completely squared away and in her benefit mm -hmm. after everything that happened with um, her first record deal so since then she's been very meticulous about contracts and making sure that she's being paid and compensated appropriately this continues to add on to if it's a pr relationship but did you see the numbers about what the Swifties did with Taylor's Chiefs appearance. Like when it leaked that she was going to be at the game, tickets, they started like skyrocketing in sales. And then Travis Kelsey's jersey went up in four, went up 400% in sales after that appearance. I am telling you, the Swifties. So here's the thing Taylor has been testing her power over us. Mm -hmm. So the vault riddles. Yes. When she said, you have to solve literally 30. 33 33 million riddles mm -hmm. there were 89 unique riddles that you could potentially solve and you had to do 33 million of them we got it done in three days it's insane if taylor ran for president like we would overwhelm the polls i'm telling you <laughs> absolutely if we could do 33 million riddles in three days that's like crazy and that's not computers that's not bots this is actual humans Going on to Google and solving these stupid riddles. No Some way. of them are really hard. They honestly, I only got ten. Yeah, I, I gave up because my phone was not participating. But the other thing is that yes, we all. I say we. I did one puzzle before my phone crapped out on me. They all did that, knowing that in a few days they would get the vault track titles anyway. Yeah, like, but Taylor was like, "Hey, if you want them early." Mm -hmm. Here's an extra little challenge. That's what I'm saying. She's testing her hold that she has over us, knowing like I've already sold out stadiums, literal stadiums across the nation internationally. What else can I show that I can pull numbers? Mm -hmm. Freaking riddle on Google. Riddles. Millions. Insane. It's insane. And that's why I'm saying like she's definitely like testing her limits. And I don't know what she's going to do to flex all of this, is she going to back a political candidate? Because that would be really bold and risky. Is she going to back Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in his run for president? I don't know. I'm I'm just guessing. Or is she just going to run herself like outright? So who knows? Who knows what's going on with, she's gonna run with president, president yet, ruler of the universe, Taylor Swift. I do want to mention that. So 
there have been cheating allegations released about Travis Kelsey from some of his ex-girlfriends. And the stereotype for Libra is that they can be cheaters because they're huge flirts. And then sometimes the cheating goes too far. But I do want to say in Travis's favor, he has a very earth heavy chart. So earth is the highest percentage of placements followed by water. And then third is air and then fourth is fire. So he is well balanced, but I think that if he's ready to commit and lock it down with someone like he will, that will be it for him. Mm -hmm. I think maybe why he was cheating or again, allegations is he's a star football player. He's won two Super Bowls too, right? Yeah, too. You could tell I'm a fake football girly, but he's going to have women chasing after him. And so there's different levels that you can say are cheating. Is it emotional cheating? Do they consider it cheating if he's texting other women but not doing anything explicit? If he's just getting flirty over messages? What is the threshold that his girlfriends consider as cheating? Is he like actually having like physical relationships with other women? Like we don't know. All of this is alleged and coming from an ex-girlfriend. So I take it with a grain of salt, but also like really playing into that Libra stereotype. But and the other thing with Libras is the reason why some of them do flirt outside of their relationship is if they're not getting enough attention from their partner, they're yeah, going to seek that validation yeah, elsewhere. Exactly. So maybe their partner, they felt like their partner was taking them for granted and mm -hmm. hey, this person's paying me attention. I'm going to talk to them and get what I need out of it. There's multiple different perspectives you can look at it, but I do want to mention that Taylor's chart is heavy water, which we already knew this, and like only 7% fire. Isn't that wild? And that's just her sun sign? So her sun is her only fire? Let me double check because I have her chart pulled up. Oh, let me scroll down. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I should have pulled a better chart for Taylor because this one has broken down in segments. Oh my gosh, there's so much data. So much data to interpret. Yeah, her only major placement is her sun sign. So that's the 7%. Interesting. And then I don't see any other placements in Leo or Aries. So that's it. Yeah, just her sun sign is the only fire in her chart. Very interesting. But yeah, a lot of astrologers are saying they have good synastry. And especially like the Venus and Mars synastry, they say that is like a marriage indicator in some charts. Well, and that makes, I have notes on that too, because let me see, Travis is Scorpio Venus. Scorpio Venus, they need that emotional intensity in a relationship. They also need to feel wanted and needed, and they need someone who isn't phased by that intensity. And then Taylor's Scorpio Mars, they want to be able to express their emotions with depth and force. So even though her Venus is in Aquarius, where she needs that emotional freedom, I feel like that Scorpio Mars really comes in to work well with Travis's Scorpio Venus. Yeah. And then again, allegedly, if she is a Scorpio rising, that adds to the compatibility as well. Honestly, yeah, a part of me is really hoping that it's real. I think regardless, they're going to both benefit from it. I think the NFL is also benefiting from it because... Mm -hmm. The oh, they were capitalizing up. on this. They put Taylor in all of their bios. Yeah, they like their put TikTok bio. Um, they put the date and they said Taylor was here. Their Twitter, what did it say? They made um, commercials. But it's also funny. You even mentioned the Kardashians earlier. Yes. But 
Did you hear about how, I didn't even know until I saw this tweet, but Kim Kardashian was in the commercial announcing Usher as a Super Bowl performer. Mm -hmm. And the NFL like completely glazed over that, did not even touch on it. But the fact that Taylor attended the Chiefs game on the same day that announcement was made, while we're like getting reputation shadowed overshadowed Kim K, who was at the heart of the reputation drama. It just, it makes so much sense. It's karmic. Yeah. Definitely karmic. It's beautifully planned. At this point, I don't understand why people are still surprised. Taylor Dunn told us she was the mastermind, so yeah. I'm not surprised. Can you imagine? Maybe she got wind that Kim was going to do the Usher announcement. And, and she, she was, was like, like, oh, this is a good Sunday to yeah, go. Maybe I should take Travis up on his offer. Yeah, let's go to this game. Let's see what happens. You know what? And good on Taylor for that. And what's so funny is she's going to come out on top. She'll be the innocent one because she just showed up to watch her potential boo thing play a game i feel like that's also her scorpio mars because mars is like the planet of aggression so for taylor she is able to be sneaky and sly yes exactly exactly and it's not overt at all like she doesn't even have to mention it she just has to live her life strategically she just has to be there for the camera like the fact that they have a dedicated taylor swift cameraman at all events now because they had one at the vmas you want to know what's so funny is they really emphasize that she asked for a tinted box spectator box oh i didn't hear that yes there are reports that taylor when she was going to the chiefs game asked to be sat in a tinted box why do you think that was leaked to the press that's specifically what she asked for because she didn't want to be seen she didn't want to draw attention to herself but oh no they couldn't accommodate a tinted box. So they're going to put her right next so to his gonna mom? So they're going to put her right next to Travis's mom in that box, front and center, so he can see her at the game, so the teammates can see her at the game. Strategic. Absolutely. I'm telling you, PR, if it was, it had to have been intentional that they were like, Taylor asked for a tinted box and they no one saw her go into the into the room, so she was wheeled up there in one of those mysterious carts like she used in the concert. That's what they're saying happened is they wheeled her up in a snack cart. And that's how she got into the box. I can't believe that. Yeah. I saw her in the yeah. little broom cart at the exactly. concert in Seattle. Yeah. I just think it's so funny how Taylor's give me my privacy. I want my privacy. But if the sun shines on me, it's okay. It'll work out in my favor. That's yeah. the Jupiter, her luck, Jupiter and Cancer. Yeah. What's also cute is whenever Travis Kelsey did his little arrow gesture symbol whenever he came out on the field did it for taylor and the fact that taylor is a sagittarius Mm -hmm. she has a song called the archer i just think it's cute and i also think it's cute that his moon in sagittarius goes well with her son yeah 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 really nice before how if you're compatible placements right between both of them if it is pr the nfl is making a killing absolutely i don't know if there's some secret deal Taylor gets a cut of the profits, but like they're making a killing. Like their TikTok views are at an all time high for their Taylor videos. They're bringing in an untapped demographic, Mm -hmm. young females. Absolutely. That's insane. And they're all Kansas City Chiefs fans. Seems fitting. They won the last Super Bowl. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, he's pretty cool too. True, true. Do you see his little wave to Taylor? I thought that was adorable. Oh, one of my coworkers pissed me off the other day. So, like, I came back from the weekend and all the Taylor stuff, and they were like, 
oh, are you a Kansas City Chiefs fan now? And I was like, I've been a Chiefs fan. I was like, Patrick Mahomes is my homie. Didn't think they knew that I knew the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm playing, well, my quarterback is playing Patrick Mahomes in fantasy football this week, so and, wish us luck. And I watched the Super Bowl game against them versus the Eagles, and mm-hmm. I was rooting for the Chiefs. I was down in Mississippi on a work trip. We took a jello shot for every touchdown. I was rooting for them Chiefs. I was indifferent, but I did watch it. Mm-hmm. And it's also funny when you look at the fact that Taylor is a diehard Eagles fan because she's from yeah, that area. Yeah, she's from Pennsylvania. I saw some memes floating around about how, like, when Taylor goes or is seen at the next Eagles thing and they have that banner that says, Cheater! In, like, red paint on a white background. I think it's cute. I think it'll work out. His brother plays for the Eagles, so... Right. He's given them his blessing as well on their podcast that they have mm-hmm. yeah I, I am all good with it i just i think the timing of it is perfect with it being lever season cuffing season like we talked about in the last episode so only time will tell oh the you sent me tiktoks about people saying that he's her 13th public boyfriend yes so Can we, we all talk know- about how Taylor's obsession with the number 13 because she was born on December the 13th. So that's her lucky number. Mm -hmm. And then they're saying like this is endgame for her because he's number 13. I would hope so. I also saw this theory how you get out of a long, unfulfilling or sorry, you get out of a long term, unfilling relationship. You date one trashy man and then you meet your future husband. So Maddie Healy was the trash. Absolutely. He's the trash. What else would he be? So one thing that I thought, I'll just briefly touch on astrology sinistry. When we were doing our research for the Taylor and Joe Alwyn episode, when we talked about them, they have a south node moon conjunction. And so that is a karmic relationship indicator. And that's, it symbolizes a relationship ending. Yep, it's a relationship ending placement. And I was like, did people just breeze over that? Which... Not everyone did because people did point it out, but they were like, oh, we don't know when the relationship is going to end, so it could end now, it could end later. But yeah, they said that Joe's South Node conjunct Taylor's Cancer Moon was a relationship ending placement. So it was like after the pandemic, they were just over each other. Which I feel like is what we got from that. I feel like they also stayed together during that because Taylor was so focused on creating full... Oh my gosh, I almost said Folklore. Folklore and Evermore. Yes. There's a playlist on Spotify that combines the two. That's why I said oh, yeah. that. But she was so busy creating all of that new music. And I feel like now that she she has the Eras tour, that's taking a pause right now, but she's about to she's about to go back out on tour. She has the Eras tour concert movie coming out. She has 1989 about to re-release. And then she still has Reputation and debut. I feel like she has the time now to just have fun yeah, and enjoy to a relationship her, her relationship her friendships because we've mm-hmm. been seeing her out in the media a lot yeah, more with sophie turner mm-hmm. and all this other stuff well i saw this other thing about people thinking which it could this could play into her aquarius venus with how much she cares about her friendships but people are talking about how the last time we publicly saw taylor before the chiefs game was when she was out to dinner with sophie turner mm-hmm. and they were talking for hours about her and joe's divorce 
Yes. And people are just imagining that Taylor was like, okay, well, what can I do? And Taylor obviously has the media in a chokehold right now. Yeah. What is she going to do as a loyal friend? She's going to still make it worth her while personally and directly, but she's also going to help take away that. Because I honestly haven't seen much coverage from Sophie and Joe. Yeah. Because I haven't seen much coverage on them since then. And then the fact that she she filed that Sophie filed that lawsuit against him the day after she went to dinner with Taylor. Yes. Taylor was like, get after him legally because so Joe was like running Sophie's name through the mud in the press. And then Sophie was like really quiet. And then, yeah, the way she responded was legally, hey, give our kids their passport so they can go back to England. You're literally violating international law. You dumb. And that shut Joe up real quick. And I, love I have that. not seen nary a word about Sophie Turner in the press since she dropped that lawsuit. Same. I haven't seen it either. And I feel like that, like, if Taylor gave her that advice, that's such a Taylor thing to do. And during Libra season, Joe, you picked the wrong time. You really did. Yeah. It's all about justice. It's okay. He's Equality, Mr. Perfectly Fine. He'll balance. Yeah, yeah. Be oblivious about it. Yeah. He'll be out partying on tour. I yeah I saw some people talking about how Joe really overestimated his pool with his fans. Yes, as if Sophie Turner wasn't on Game of Thrones for how many years? Exactly. Like she's been a star, and yeah, he messed up big time. Yeah, no, honestly, Joe was like in obscurity until Sophie Turner and him got married, mm-hmm. and we we're like, oh, Sophie Turner married a Jonas brother? That's so random. I thought it was random too. Yeah. It does make me a little sad that, like, she settled on at 23 and now has two kids and she's 25 now or 26 now. She's my age. It's crazy. Yeah. And then he has the audacity to be like, she wants time to go out and be a woman outside of the home. She's a bad mom because she likes to spend time with her friends and she wants to pick her career back up. What the hell? Like, she was the moneymaker, like, right. legitimately the moneymaker in that relationship before he went back on tour. Which, by the way, thanks to his brother, Nick, he is truly the biggest pull out of all the Jonas Brothers. He had the best solo career out of all of them. He did have the best solo career. I feel like, like you said, Sophie really helped bring Joe back yeah, up. Yeah, she brought him back up into recognition. Mr. Recognition. Perfectly Fine also halt yes and then the whole moth to the flame thing whenever taylor rewrote the lyrics to better than revenge like painting him in a better light and i i feel like that's also the thing whenever she writes in her songs that i forget the exact lyric but she says now she sends her ex's baby's presence Mm -hmm. and so joe and sophie have their kid and everything and it's just it's very fascinating to me to see all of that unwind and and people are t- to go way, way back to when Joe was dating Taylor and Taylor revealed on the Ellen show that he broke up with her in a, how long was it? A 20 something second voicemail? Yes. Or phone call. And then he fi- he filed for divorce indirectly too. Didn't yeah. even. And people are like, has Joe ever broken up with someone in person? And no. it made me laugh. He hasn't. We really should have looked at their charts, too. I'm interested. After we finish recording, I'm, I might do a little dive in. Are you going to look now? Well, I want to say, is Nick a Libra? Nick is a 
I don't think Nick was a Libra. Well, Nick was a... Is he serious? What is he? Oh, he's a Virgo. Oh, I should have said that. That was my, like, in the back of my head, but I didn't want to say that. Makes sense. I'm just typing and looking all of them up really quick. Kevin's a Scorpio. We could do an episode on the Jonas Brothers. I'm not really super invested, but... I'm not either. Joe is a Leo. That tracks. Him being a Leo, <laughs> a Leo man and thinking that he has all the favor in the public eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to be the victim in their divorce. Yeah, and Sophie is a Pisces. I feel like I've she really been... She looks like a Pisces. She does. I, I agree with that. I feel like water signs, I've really overlooked them a little bit. Because since they're water and they have that ability to be wishy-washy at mm -hmm. times, I feel like that's why I discredit them a little bit. But when you look at how Taylor's chart is mostly water, I feel like that's why she appeals to so many people is because she has such depth in her oh yeah in her artistry so much depth yeah yeah it's like she I don't know she just has so many different things going for her and all of her different styles of music there's something for everyone in her discography in her discography but before we wrap up the episode we were talking today about how today was just not it. So I'll give a brief rundown about my day. I was notified that I had to serve on a discharge board. And for the military, it means like I have to determine whether or not someone is going to stay in the military. And there's a board of us that determine this. And it's totally last minute. Like you have to be ready at the drop of a hat. And I called the lady at the legal office and I was like, hey, so I have a really important meeting at nine this day. And then I have a 1030 meeting downtown. I was like, do we know what time the discharge board is happening? And she's, no, we don't know yet. To be safe, just go ahead and cancel those meetings. And I was like, no, I'm not going to cancel those meetings. I'm going to keep them just in case. And then like maybe 30 minutes prior, if I know that I'm not going to be able to make it, I'll let them know I can't make it. And so I show up and I'm in my dress blues because that's what we have to wear to these official boards. And I'm just working away and I'm like... I'll just wait for the call. And then she calls and she's, hey, so it's actually going to be at 1030. And I'm like, okay, thinking in my head, I can still make my nine o'clock meeting. I don't have to cancel that. I won't be able to make it to the downtown meeting, but I'm not going to cancel it yet. I'm going to let the other person go to that meeting and then they can just backfill me on the information. And then around 845, I get another call from the legal office and they're like, hey, so we canceled the discharge board for today, got moved to a different day. I'm so sorry that you had to cancel those meetings. Like, hopefully you can get them back, blah, blah, blah. And I just keep my mouth shut. And I'm like, hey, it's okay. You know, it'll, all, it'll all work out. And hung up the phone and I started evil laughing. I was like, <laughs> I knew there was a reason why I didn't cancel those meetings because that event didn't even happen. So it was just a cluster. It was like stress for no reason. Like I was running around last night trying to put my uniform together and make sure that it's steamed and ready to go. But yeah, get home, check the astrology. The moon is void, of course. For those of you that don't know, um, according to time passages, that whenever the moon is void, of course, and this time usually lasts less than a day, it just means that day, like the events that day are going to seem more difficult and arrangements may be subject to unexpected changes. People seem less likely to make a solid decision during the void, of course, moon. 
some astrologers refuse to make important business plans during this type of period, or even on a day where the moon is void, of course, during part of the day. So yeah, it just means that the moon is wandering after the last major aspect. So it's wandering from one planet into the other. So the moon is in Pisces. It's wandered into Pisces right now. And that is where it is going to sit until it enters the next sign, which is going to be Aries. So yeah, like today was a cluster because of that. And I didn't check until we got home. So now I know. My intuition got me through that. I blanked on what I was going to say. My day was also, I feel like Your today, day was also all over the place, right? Yeah, we... We have this one nurse who's been working at one of our facilities for so long, like over like a year and a half almost. And she told her recruiter that allegedly after the first of the year, our client is only going to be working with one of our competitors. And so that sent me and my boss into a scramble because we tr normally when we hear rumors from our travelers, we're like, yeah, whatever. Sure. But I'm blanking. But since she's so tenured, we were like, okay, let's trust her. Let's see, because it would be really crappy of our client who we've had this really great relationship with. They're honestly like our biggest client in my branch's office. It was just super stressful because we were like, okay, well, what does that mean for us? Because that means that like our account is basically going to be cut by 90% mm -hmm. in what we produce, like our production levels. And then that also eliminates my job a little bit. So it was stressful to say the least. We did get it cleared up, luckily, and it was just a rumor, but that was stressful. And I just felt like the energy today in general in my office was just really off. I don't know what people were going through, but several times I it, and my coworkers agreed with me. They were like, the energy in this room right now, it's just not it. We just need to go home. And that was the vibe all day today. That Aquarius Pisces moon transition. Yeah, it's just being a weird void, of course, time. like people being avoidant, not wanting to make a commitment crazy things changing at the mm -hmm. last minute yeah not a good time not a good time but we made it through at least now we just have to get prepared for the full moon that's coming up this weekend yeah that's gonna be a rager oh by the way on our personal instagrams kimmy and i we have a broadcast chat so it's pretty much a giant group chat with you guys where we share like our little astrological tidbits that we talk about in between the episodes so if you're interested in joining that, you can find it by following our personal accounts on Instagram. Mine is at Elizabeth Berwick. It's just my name. And then Kimmy, yours is a little bit different. Yeah, mine is at Kimmy Joy with four M's. K-I-M-Y Joy, J-O-Y. So if you guys are interested, definitely join our broadcast chat for those of you that are not on our social medias. But yeah, do you have any closing comments for this Libra season update, Kimmy? All I can say is we talked about all my coworkers last time and I've been watching their behaviors. Oh, I, I don't I don't know how many of my coworkers listen, listen to the podcast these days, but one of my Libra bosses, he made one of my coworkers really upset yesterday. And then today she had this big accomplishment and they still have not cleared the air with what they're both mad at. But in true Libra fashion, he replied all. So our whole office saw it and he was like, wow, accomplishing this on a Tuesday. Great work. Because like typically that's something that people accomplish on like 
late Thursday afternoon. So yeah. the fact that my friend did it early Tuesday and he replied all when he normally doesn't chime in like that after he just pissed her off yesterday and he knew she was pissed off. Libra. They mm. want to smooth it over without actually addressing the, the situation. Yeah. Yes. Uh. But other than that, I've just been observing, seeing how it's treating everyone. And the other thing is that like our big boss, who's a Libra, he was trying to mediate between the two of them, the two people that I was just talking about, trying to appease both of them and literally flip-flopping. So he told my coworker one thing on Friday and then told the Libra boss a different thing on Monday whenever the Libra boss went in to complain. Uh. So it's just been a lot of back and forth in my office right now. I'm glad to just be worried about these fake rumors and just trying to do my job and all that. But yeah, it's been an interesting time. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, consider sharing it with a friend or on your social media channels. And remember, real friends share their birth times. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye!